Welcome to episode 7 of Hoosier Pick Podcast. We will be recapping week 4 and looking at tonight's Thursday night game. Uh, what do you think, Mike? How you doing? I'm doing pretty well. It's a busy school week. Uh, I know a lot of people at Indiana had i this week, all the juniors and a yeah. couple of seniors. My brain's broken. Yeah, um, my midterms are starting this upcoming week, and uh, so it's just a busy time for everyone, so it's good to throw in a little football talk here and there. And Apologies in advance when I stutter, because my brain's like actually yeah. broken, so <laughs> yeah. that's tough. And NBA Finals could end uh, tonight. We'll end tonight. Yeah. What do you say, OBJ? Yeah. With best those, to do it. With those Mamba jerseys yeah. on. Those yeah. are tough. Yeah. Black Mamba, what you mean? The world doesn't even know the significance of that. Nope. Uh, but last week, uh, we had uh, definitely different weeks from our records. Uh, but overall, uh, after a fourth of the fourth of the season done, all time were pretty much the same. Uh, we've picked about 62 to 63% of the games, right? Which is really half it would be in the middle if you look at the espn experts it's really in the middle of them and i'm like why can't i get paid five mil to be yeah. on tv and get 63 percent of the games I'm, right I'm better than half of these experts <laughs> get me on the tv but i mean a fourth of the season's already gone it flies by so fast it's so, so fast. frustrating because I, I mean I, it gives me something to look forward to but if you told me it has been a month like the month before leading up feels so much longer so much i just longer. don't get it um august is so much longer than september yeah always i agree and then the other thing i just wanted to bring up is the locks that we did with the spread we only got one of the three right uh but it was our first time doing it i just learned never to trust jared goff with the spread or ever um and just never to take minus 14 in the nfl it's just tough to do that that's crazy yeah like when Lamar can't do that, and he's twenty-two and one against every team besides the Chiefs. Exactly, and that should have happened because <laughs> I mean Haskins walked in for a garbage touchdown, but yeah. whatever. Only one that covered was the Seahawks minus five and a half because Russell's a dog. Yeah, and it was away, so that's probably why it wasn't minus ten. Exactly. First game we got Jags Bengals, thirty-three uh, twenty-five. Cincinnati won this. They covered easily the minus two and a half spread. Thoughts on this one? I picked um, wrong on this one. I didn't have a great week. I went eight and seven, but um, I picked the Bengals on this one. I mean, I picked the Jags on this one. The Bengals were the were the team that won, obviously. Uh, Burrow showed up to play. He proved me wrong. Threw for three hundred yards, a touchdown, a pick. Threw for ninety two QBR, which is solid. Um, but I think the real thing that helped that helped the uh, Bengals in this one was the O line finally came to play for the first time since week one. Burrow only got sacked one time compared to the eight times that he got sacked last week. And Joe Mixon had 151 and two tutties um, on the ground, and he had one touchdown in the air. Um, we're in a lot of highlights for the Jags on this in this game. DJ Chark did play well. He had 95 yards and two touchdown grabs. Um, but the Jags, I'm sorry, they're just not going to win with Minshew throwing the ball 40 <laughs> times. He didn't play horribly. He had 351 two touchdowns, but that's just not going to get them the dub. Um, they need to go back to whatever they did against the Colts week one um, and yeah. him throwing <laughs> him throwing the ball 20. No, but I mean like him throwing the ball 20 times yeah. instead of the instead of the 40 times that he did in this game. Um, I agree. So I just don't think he's the answer regardless, but yeah, I feel yeah, like you want to win any game. He's so. a very temporary slot. For, for sure. Them. I mean, they've been doing that for years. But. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I got this game right. I expected it to be pretty much like this, just a little lower uh, of score. Uh, as I said in the last podcast, week one was definitely a fluke for Minshew, um, and he's done nothing but confirm that in this game. Uh, he did not play terribly, but he's got to reduce the turnovers. Like Besides his connection with DJ Chark, like you mentioned, there's really nothing going for them. Um, Robinson is definitely really good, though. He's for sure their answer on the ground. He had 75 on 4.4 yards of carry. Uh, but it's for the Bengals, as I said, big man Joe Burrow got his first win. Uh, don't want it to get to his head. Uh, he kind of tweeted right after, like, that was nice to win. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he still is going to have a losing season. Uh, but the first one is definitely a really sweet feeling, even if it's a neck-and-neck game with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, but Burrow, Burrow had a good game. Tossed with 300, a touchdown. Uh, Boyd is clearly his favorite target in the air. 
Um, Joe Mixon helped a lot on the ground. 151, two tutties. Like six yards a carry? Come on. That's that's what they need if they're going to win games. Much and, better than the two and a half. Exactly. And, and you already brought up the sacks. They figured out a way to protect him, so I don't have to freak out about the Andrew Luck situation part two. I just think the Jags kind of suck, but um, yeah. instead of the Bengals figuring it out. But yeah, <laughs> next game, this was a tough one. Browns versus Cowboys. Um, Browns won this one. Um, and if you bet the over on this game, you were a happy person. <laughs> um, the boys' defense just have to step it up. I know Chidabe Ouzier and Van Der Esch are coming back in the next couple of weeks. Which will help, but until then, the guys in the secondary, besides Trevon Diggs, who's a rookie out of Alabama playing very well for the circumstances, besides him, they need to figure out a way to bottle up the big plays because those are just killing the defense. And if they can't figure that out against the upcom- this upcoming week against the Giants, um, we won't be able to do that at all during this year, and the season will just be in shambles. So we'll see what happens. Um once again, Dak balled out, and the offense was great, but nothing is worth highlighting when the team gives up 49 points, honestly. Yeah. Um, Browns almost covered the over by themselves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the Browns' offense looked super good. Um, didn't matter who they plugged in there at running back. I know Nick Chubb got hurt. Um, but besides that, they ran where they wanted to and when they wanted to. Baker didn't make any terribly dumb mistakes, and Miles Garrett is officially a top five, maybe even top three pass rusher in this league. He had two sacks, yeah, too. He he's had three forced fumble sacks. Yeah. So. yeah, he's different. They were talking mm. about that. Game ended 49-38. Uh, Dallas did not cover the four and a half. Uh, I was very wrong about this game. Uh, I knew that Dallas D needed some up- upgrades, but I didn't think they were going to give up 49 points. I'm not going to lie. Um, this this offense also needs to get going earlier. You feel me? Like so that yep. they don't always have to come from behind. They were actually down three with four minutes left in the game after being down twenty seven to start the fourth. Dak Prescott's having a year. That's what that shows. Um, and he's putting up great numbers, but he's not gonna put up. He's not gonna be able to do what he did against the Falcons every week. You're not gonna get that onside kick every week. You feel me? Like you gotta make it so you're leading and you don't have to deal with that. Be the ones recovering the onside kick for once. Yep. I mean, they just got to work on scoring early and often. Surprisingly, Mayfield actually only threw four, 165 and two touchdowns. You would have thought he had like four or 500 yards. It's the running game for them. Mm-hmm. Let's stop playing with ourselves. Baker Mayfield's still trash. Odell did have a day, 81, two touchdowns. And one came from his boy from LSU, Jarvis Landry, throwing a dot. I ain't going to lie. Duke Johnson, Odell, and Hunt combined for 239 on the ground. They're leading the NFL in rushing with 205 per game. That's crazy. That'll be fun for the Colts next week. Um, didn't seem to matter, though, that Chubb got hurt. He's going to be out for at least six weeks, but they got Kareem Hunt. Like, I don't know what else you need. You feel yeah. me? Mm-hmm. Um, but Dak, Dak's having a season, and I, he's really mature. I don't know if you heard the press conference after the game. He was like, it's easy to say this, but he, I could tell he meant it. Like, I really just want to win games over my record record-breaking stats like he doesn't care about that stuff he just has to do it because teams are in prevent defense when they're up 27 to start the fourth yep but they just got to figure that out the defense and I, I, I don't, there's no problems with Dak. honestly he had a, a pick late in the game but i mean they had to score so i mean it was kind of similar to the seahawks game yeah he threw a pick late in the game but they yeah. were desperate for a score so he was kind of just throwing it where he found anything possible Exactly. Next game, Saints versus Lions. Uh, I think we got, both got this one. Um, Saints won this one. I called this game exactly. I knew exactly what was going to happen. Lions came out with a fake lead, 14 to nothing. <laughs> yeah. That didn't even last past the middle of the third quarter. <laughs> Drew Brees seemed to figure it out with Traquan Smith, too, um, who had two touchdowns. Um, and a highlight for the Lions in this game was that it was nice to see Adrian Peterson score a touchdown. Um he is. Yeah. I don't even know how he's doing it. He's like the LeBron James of the yeah. NFL. Obviously, he's not as good, but yeah, um, age wise and like age wise, he in shape. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, especially with all the breaks he had, uh, mm-hmm. not playing for some years. Exactly. Yeah, game ended thirty five twenty nine, so they covered the minus three. I thought it would probably be a little, 
uh, further apart. Not as close of a game, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, almost all the scoring in the whole game happened in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, we True. all got this one right, as you said. Drew Brees is low-key starting to figure it out. Even though he continues to turn the ball over, he'll fix that. I, um, what do you have? He had 246, two touchdowns and a pick. Kamara, classic, over 100 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. Yep. Of course, Latavius Murray runs it in twice the week I drop him in fantasy. <laughs> I did add the Chiefs D, though, so maybe it was worth it. That I won the matchup. made up for it. Um, but for the Lions, only thing I can say that was positive for them is uh, Galladay coming off injury, getting 62 and a touchdown. So that's definitely uh, hopeful for them, but but uh, they're one and three, and it just looks like another tough spot. Five and eleven season for and the they Lions. Are, yeah, they could honestly be three and one, unfortunately. So sorry, Lions fans, but you just yeah. keep sucking. Next game, we got Seahawks Dolphins, thirty-one twenty-three. Covered this minus five and a half, a little closer than I would have liked, uh, but this is one of the remaining undefeated teams, the Seahawks. Uh, I think this is the team that's going. I'm going to keep saying it. I think they're going to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I wanted them to win this game by more than eight, uh, but the Seahawks also threw a pick at the five, and they went for it on fourth and four early in the game. Remember that instead of going for that field goal, yep. those mm-hmm. are just things that they probably usually wouldn't do if they weren't playing the Classic Dolphins. Classic Pete you know? Carroll. You, yeah, I'm. I don't like Pete Carroll, and you eliminate those two mistakes, like you got an 18 point game. You know what I mean? And this was just the first game I saw the Seahawks make that many mistakes. But if there was a game to do it, it's honestly going to be against the Dolphins because then you'll be able to win anyway. Uh, Russell was MVP for me before this game, and he's still a close second. But now i got to give it to the bad man himself. But I'll talk about that a little later. Wilson threw for 360 and two touchdowns. Metcalf stayed hot with a 106. Uh, and Carson Keeps quietly helping the offense. 82 touchdowns. He just keeps getting underrated for no no one talks about him. Um, but first off, uh, for Lockett, like if you're going to have three touchdowns last week, you're just going to be their only focus in practice all week. So that's why he had an off week. That's expected. Um, for the Dolphins, I know that this season means nothing, but let's just have some good football and bench fits. Like I just want to see young fella Tua. He got a... Fitz got a QBR of 66. He threw two picks, not a touchdown in the game. Like, what kind of football is that? Um, I just know the fans want to see that. You feel me? And the only highlight I got for them is Devontae Parker catching 110. Um, He's just been doing that ever since he got there in 2015. And I just feel bad that he's just never going to probably get to leave them. He should leave them. I don't know what he's doing there. But, um. I thought this was a much closer game than we thought it would be, and but I did have a sneaking suspicion that it might have been like that right before the game started, but it seemed kind of too crazy to say that because it's arguably the best team in the league playing a bottom five, six team in the league. Um, I knew the Seahawks, I, I thought the Seahawks would do anything besides make this a eight-point game. Honestly, I thought it was going to be 20, but props to the Dolphins for making this a close-ish game, so... And they had a quarterback who threw no touchdowns and two picks. So that's even harder to do with that. So the defense honestly stepped up despite um, Seattle scoring 30-plus points. Um, Russell, like he's, like Raj said, played pretty solid. 360 and two touchdowns. I mean, 360. Anytime you do that is a very good game. Um, like I said, I thought Chris Carson would have a good uh, game. He continues to rack up touchdowns this season. He scored his fourth and fifth total touchdowns of the season. DK had 100, and their third-year guy, David Moore, had 95 yards and a touchdown. Um, so a lot of these quarterbacks in the league, obviously including Russell Wilson, seem to be finding guys that they can just throw the ball to, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, um, Russell Wilson, Josh yeah. Allen. They're Name just... three people Aaron Rodgers is throwing to right exactly. now. <laughs> exactly. Like, they, they just find a way to score touchdowns and – win games so props to, props to him on that one Russell Wilson that is um, I completely disagree with throwing Tua in the game in the season right now um, their Dolphins have no chance of making the playoffs and they shouldn't throw him in a bad team I think that's exactly what the Washington football team did with Haskins and he's not playing well right now either um, so I think they should do exactly what 
they should follow the blueprint that Andy Reid made, and they should sit him um, for the whole year except the last game, have Tua play the last game, just get him a little real game time action, week 17, if we have that at this point, and um, sit, yeah, please, right? And then sit him the rest of the season because I just think throwing him in the fire, to the dumpster fire of the Dolphins' offense right now is just a bad idea. Um, classic Fitz Magic. He had a lot of yards and no touchdowns and multiple picks. Yeah. <laughs> Next game we got Chargers Bucks. Also way closer than I expected. Uh, I thought it was going to be a touchdown more, but it ended up being seven point game. They split the spread, which was minus seven. Um, but actually Herbert, just to talk about him for a second, just got named the starter. So good for him. Definitely saw that coming after this kind of performance to get against the goat. Right. For sure. Um, I just expected it to be a little bit more score, uh, lower scoring uh, with these two defenses. Uh, did not trust the rookie Herbert against Brady, but he honestly played out of his mind. I was, I've, I've been rooting for him. You know that because I saw a little bit of Andrew yeah. Luck in him, but he proved it to me on Sunday. His team was leading going into the fourth quarter, but Brady did Brady things that you just can't prevent. You feel me? Like yeah. great game by the young kid. Had a QBR of one thirty-eight, passed for two ninety, three touchdowns. His long balls were dots, too, not just the dump-offs, yeah, not just slants, whatever. He was feeling comfortable, whatever he was throwing. Jalen Guten, the rookie from North Texas, led the receiving with 72 and a touchdown. That's when you know you have a good quarterback, though, because I don't know who that Finding, receiver that's is. What I'm Finding receivers that um, are no names. That exactly. The but they, they need to get that rushing game going. Uh, you can't expect Herbert to throw it 60 times uh, the next few weeks with Eckler out. Herbert can't read. He cannot lead your rushing team with 14 yards, a, 2.8 a carry. That's sad. Um, even if your running back's hurt, like figure it out. You know what I mean? Uh, Brady played near perfect game again, 369, five touchdowns. Evans and him have a connection going. He got 122 and a touchdown. Uh, but the ball was spread out. Five touchdown catches, all caught by different people. Ronald Jones looked good on the ground for him. He's definitely their starting back. Uh, even, with, even with Fournette, I think, for the rest of the year. 111 on the ground. 5.6 a carry. Bucks are starting to look uh, a little bit real. Not going to lie. I told people to watch out for this game. I said, I still pick the Bucks, But I said, watch out for this game. I said it's going to be a solid game, better than people think it was going to be. That's exactly what happened. Chargers went out to a solid lead on the Bucks. Um, Brady had that one bad... One bad uh, pick six, that didn't look too hot, but he definitely recovered. Um, I, like Roush said, three for five touchdowns. Um, cool little fact, Brady is now the oldest quarterback to throw for five touchdowns in a game at 43 years old. The second oldest, or first oldest before this game, was Warren Moon at 40 years old. So that's an impressive stat. Anytime you throw five touchdowns in 370, um, Obviously a great game for a 43-year-old. Um, he could be my dad. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, that's insane. Herbert, once again, played pretty solid. He's had some hard matchups. Mahomes and Brady in your first three <laughs> yeah. starts, that's very hard to match up with. So, um, And both of those were close games. So I, I, even though he still hasn't won a football game, I honestly think he's playing very well for the circumstances. I agree. Um, Austin Eckler got hurt, which was a huge... Um, him him being hurt is going to be huge for them, for that offense. He's a lot of their offense. So hopefully uh, Herbert can figure that one out because, like Raj said, he's the starter permanently. Uh, but besides that, close game. Next one. Ravens versus Washington. Score on this one was 31-17 at the end, but it actually wasn't that close, I don't think, even though that's not even a close score in the first place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like like I say, like 31-17 is a close game, but it, any team, that's not a close game, <laughs> even though that, like, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Yep. Washington scored with a touchdown with two minutes left. Like I said before, Haskins walked, like had a rushing touchdown with two minutes left. Um, Lamar still didn't pass for over 200, but he was relatively accurate, uh, passing for 14 of 21, which is solid. Yeah. Um, nothing compared to his numbers last year, but still pretty good. He had a really good run. It was like a 50 yard touchdown yeah. run. Um, and Mark Andrews balled out. He had two touchdowns on only three receptions. 
And when your quarterback throws, makes 14 completions, that's very solid. Um, and last thing for the Washington football team, Dwayne Haskins cannot throw the ball 45 times and expect to win. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he didn't throw any touchdowns, which is bad, but he also didn't throw any picks. So, I mean, just a weird day. Win-lose, I guess, yeah. for him. I don't know. Yeah, this game, 31-17, like you said, split the spread. Uh, which was minus 14, obviously. This game was exactly what we all expected. Yeah, uh, maybe This is kind of weird to say, but it was a little closer than everyone expected. <laughs> uh, and the fact that we're saying that in a 14-point game just shows how good Lamar is supposed to be, or what we're used to, you feel me? Like, um, But this game truly was never close. Lamar led the team in passing with 193, two touchdowns. That rushing touchdown you talked about. Hollywood had 86, so he backed. Um, and then Haskins, yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> McLaurin, though, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, McLaurin. Yeah. He's, like, his... top five for uh, receiving yards <laughs> yeah, this year. Yeah, he's but good, But probably because that's the only person I know on that offense. Yeah, um, he had 118 this week. Second-year kid from OSU is clearly really good. If he's on this team averaging yeah. 97 yards a game, mm-hmm. a game, you know what I mean? Either that or the rest of the receivers and are he just was... disgustingly horrible. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but the fantasy, in fantasy, he was high up, and mm-hmm. I remember people were saying, like, hey, Raj, who is that? And I was like, yeah. I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't pick him. <laughs> but maybe they should have. Take Kyle Lockett instead. <laughs> Still a better pick. Exactly. He's top 10. But next game we got Cardinals-Panthers. We both were very wrong. 31-21, the minus three of Arizona spread did not hit. Teddy Bridgewater said, stop disrespecting that spread. I'm at home. I'm not losing this game. What do you think about this one? Teddy B. He is showing some grit this season. That's all I got to say. I had high hope for, ho- hopes for him early in the season. He kind of disappointed me after two weeks. And you know what? He shut me up. He's had solid games since the last uh, in the last two weeks, week three and four. He had a nice touchdown run to go along with 276 yards and two touchdowns. And he managed. he's been managing the offense pretty well. I mean... I can't really say anything bad about him on this game. Um, on the Cardinals side of things, Kyler Murray only had 133 passing yards despite throwing three touchdowns and throwing the ball 31 times. Um, so that can't happen, obviously. I honestly don't know how they put up 21 points with him only throwing <laughs> the ball for 130 yards. That's That was weird that to was that when I saw really that. really weird. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I was looking through the stats, and I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know how that happened. He rushed he, for 120 or pass? Yeah, exactly. I thought it was rushing at first, because he had that like 49-yard run, um, and then he just decided to slide. Um, but Mike Davis, Panthers running back, coming in for Christian McCaffrey. So far, he's been great filling in for McCaffrey. He had 84 yards and a tutty. Um, so... Yeah, the Panthers have been figuring out the last two weeks. They haven't played amazing teams, but solid, solid um, game this week for sure. I agree. I mean, both these teams are now two and two. I genuinely, I don't know either of these teams. Who are the Panthers? I don't know. And who, the Cardinals. I don't know. Who these are, are really they? weird teams. But Murray uh, and Teddy have played so differently in their wins and losses, uh, respectively. But the Panthers are the team that's trending in the right direction out of the two. Yep. Um, I've just I lost my confidence in Teddy uh, after the first two weeks, but it's back and it's in full effect. I ain't gonna lie. This game was never close, and the Panthers got out to an early fourteen nothing lead and never looked back. Um, they after that they were really just trading touchdowns with Arizona for the rest of the game. Uh, Murray actually had a good day with over two hundred yards total, uh, three passing touchdowns. Didn't throw a pick finally. Teddy, uh, Robbie Anderson clearly have a connection as he had 99. Um, you already talked about Davis on the ground. Great replacement, clearly. He was their third down back, but clearly he can do more than that. Um, and Teddy looked pretty good on that touchdown run. On that touchdown run. Mm-hmm. That was some Cam Newton stuff, yeah, not going to lie. He is so fast. Um, but he really didn't even get sacked or pressured this whole game. So the Cardinals' D-line needs to figure that out if they want to win games because <laughs> – I'll step back there for seven seconds and throw a ball yeah, to somebody. Next game we got, this was my game of the week, uh, Vikings versus Texans. The score was 
31-23 Vikings. So the Houston minus 3.5 did not hit. Uh, got this one right. Both teams had hard schedules to start off, and they're probably better than the record shows. Regardless, the Texas are on four, and like I predicted, the future GM, Bill O'Brien, got Coach Bill O'Brien fired this week. Uh, it actually happened the next day after I said that it would uh, anytime soon. Also, Vikings have now scored over 30 points in three of their four games, showing A, their offense is confirmed good, and B, the Colts' defense is confirmed the best in the NFL. Cousins threw for 260 and a touchdown and zero picks. Cook rushed for 132 touchdowns and did not fumble. Zero turnovers. That's the difference for you, Viking fans. That's what you need if you're going to win games that are this close against good teams. That's going to be the difference for them the rest of the year. Jefferson and Thielen both stayed hot, catching over 100 yards, Thielen adding that touchdown. This game truly wasn't close, uh, as close as it looks like on the score. Because Deshaun, fake good, had his classic garbage touchdown. Trash. Fuller led Houston in receiving with 108 and a touchdown. But David Johnson, 63 on the ground? You think that's good? 49 average after four games? How's that trade looking now, Bill? Guess we can't even ask you because your ass don't even have a job. You're just sitting at home on the couch. No media wants to talk to you right now. Come on, I'm done with this game. Vikings were winning it from the whole beginning. Deshaun Watson's trash. Texans, <laughs> stop sucking. You are messing up my picks, okay? <laughs> I've picked you, like, so many times. I haven't. <laughs> I'm not going to pick them anymore if they're playing any halfway decent team now. I actually disagree with the garbage touchdown statement because this game could have gone to overtime if... Will, Ful- Will Fuller caught that ball at the end, and they uh, converted a two-point conversion. So, I actually think this was a better game than um, Raj made it out to be. Um, Deshaun Watson does need to play better earlier in games, though. That's got to stop. He looks like the Cowboys' offense combined. He just is good in the end of the games, and but in the beginning of games, he just can't figure it out. Uh, Kirk didn't play that bad. He had 260 and a touchdown. Dalvin Cook continues to ball out. Like Raj said, 130 and two touchdowns. And I also agree with Raj saying that this is a confirmation that the Colts defense is very solid because they keep, uh, this, they just keep stopping teams who figure are figuring it out with, uh, when they're going against other teams. So, I mean, the Vikings had 11 against the Colts now, and the um, Bears had 11 against the Colts now, and they were both garbage touchdowns at the end of games. Jets had six. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> I'm just not even bringing that up. Um, but besides that, this was still a solid game to watch. Um, next game, Giants versus Rams. Rams, what was that? Yeah. You scared way too many people. <laughs> yeah, me one. too. I, I had, was so scared. I had some moolah on you. I'm not going to lie. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was scary. Daniel Jones. Okay. Oh, this is a crazy stat, though. This <laughs> The Rams obviously, obviously just played so poorly. Daniel Jones has 36 turnovers through his first 16 <laughs> games as an NFL quarterback. Jameis Winston didn't even have half of that. And he is the turnover god. <laughs> yeah. He had 17. You sure he's in the next Eli Daniel Manning? Jo- oh, my God. On, Giants fans, I know you're punching <laughs> air at home. I know it. I know it. I know it. Okay. But, Rams, you guys just kept stalling out on drives right outside of field goal range. And that was just so scary. <laughs> As I don't even care about this game. I actually don't. I mean, I want the Rams to win because I hate the Giants. But I generally didn't care. But every time I looked over at Red Zone... It was just, like, the Rams barely winning the football game. And I was like, uh, what's going on? You kept on? saying, because I was nervous. They were up a point. And you're like, they'll get it. They'll get it. I'm yeah. like, are you sure? <laughs> it's the third quarter now. <laughs> it was like 10-9 or something terrible. like that. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah, this one started the 4 p.m. games. Uh, ended 17-9, to so they didn't cover the minus 13 and a half. Um, the game was shocking in many ways, 
but not the fact that the Giants scored nine points. As I said in the last podcast, I genuinely believe at least 50% of the rest of their games will be in single digits. Uh, this game was way too close, as you said. If you're a Rams fan, this is actually concerning. Like It took an amazing diving interception from Darius Williams at the five-yard at your five-yard line for the Giants to not tie that game last second. Cutting it close, like you trying to go to overtime with the Giants. Seriously, the Rams D did come to play, recording five sacks, and so did Cup, as he had sixty-nine and touchdown. But they had no run game whatsoever, and that is not okay against a team like the Giants. They would have lost to twenty-eight NFL teams this week. But luckily, they got lucky. They they yeah, got to the play Giants. the Giants. Uh, and I'm definitely never trusting Jared Goff again with my money. Uh, Daniel Jones did classic Daniel Jones things for, by throwing an interception and not throwing a touchdown. And his QBR was 65. Yeah, so, that's, that's fun. Also, one more thing. Although the Rams are 3-1, and one, I still don't think they're a good team. I thought about this after they barely beat the Giants, and then I looked back. They have played three of their four games against NFC East. The NFC East has two wins outside of their division <laughs> and only one more inside of it. The yeah. whole freaking division is horrible, and I'm a fan of one of those teams. Yeah. <laughs> like, Rams Rams fans, I know you guys are 3-1, but I really don't think let's that you're playing. Let's talk week 8. Yeah, let's, exactly. <laughs> let's talk week 10-11 when you guys are playing real teams and you aren't getting either ticky-tack wins with fouls uh, Tiki Tac fouls when you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That just still makes me mad. I can't even speak English. Um, and you're barely beating the Giants, and you're barely beating the Eagles. Kind of. I mean, yeah. they still put up points on you, and it was yeah. a close game for a while. So, whatever. Yeah. I was, just don't like this. Team. That was a really gross game. Next game we got Bills Raiders ended twenty three to thirty. So Buffalo covered that minus three. This is pretty much exactly what I was expecting. I expected a one-point game. It was just close in general. These are very evenly matched teams. Uh, I just knew the Bills was going to win this one in a shootout. Uh, it only got, it really only got like spread out in the fourth quarter uh, when the Bills' offense just continued to stay hot. Uh, they've put up 30 points in so many games now. Allen is not slowing down. 288, two touchdowns. Diggs is his favorite target with 115 in the air. And then Singletary's quietly, you know, always in that 50, 60-yard rushing range, gets that touchdown. Uh, but the Raiders did not play poorly. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, I think they it really just came down to the Bills' D stepping up in the fourth quarter. Uh, Darren Waller's for real, so they got a tight end in him. 88 yards. And Carr threw for 311 and two touchdowns. There's really nothing to be upset if you're a Raiders fan. This game gets played 10 times. You're winning it five times, in my opinion. Uh, but Jacobs does need to get going. So that's when that was the difference for me. 48 on 3.2. When is that man going to average more than fucking yeah. three yards a carry? They need to get him going if they want to win games against good teams. I agree. Um, you know, at first I thought it was a dumb mistake to pick the Raiders on this one, which I did, and I got this one wrong. This was my game of the week. And I don't even think it was that bad of a game. It was a one-point game pretty late into the game. And it was like it was still a solid match matchup between both of these teams. Um, Raiders just couldn't punch it in the end zone initially, and they had to kick field goals, which really killed them as the game went on. Because I mean, Josh Allen, dude, is a baller. He he has continued to impress me this season. I didn't think he was for real, honestly, uh, because his best offensive play last year was him catching a football in the end zone. He's a quarterback, <laughs> so um, but him and his receivers are locked in. I mean, him and Stephon Diggs seem to love playing with each other, and um, I'm like, it's good to see Josh Allen with a new toy out there in Stephon Diggs this season because he seems to love having him up there, just go up and get balls. And Stephon Diggs had one 49-yard reception, I think, and. After he caught it, he just stood over the defender, and Josh Allen was just so hyped for him. He was just sprinting up the field. Um, Stefan had 115 on six receptions. and But, yeah, Josh Allen just seems to be locked in with his receivers. Raiders, um, like Raj said, it wasn't really that bad. They just couldn't uh, punch it in the end zone. Next game, I'll briefly talk about this one and then hand it over to you. Colts versus Bears. I hate to say this because I know there are a lot of Bears fans locally 
Um, but I didn't think the Bears were a contender going into this game, even though they were 3-0. and And I don't think they're a contender coming out of it either. The score really doesn't show that the Colts absolutely just kicked their teeth in in this game. But the defense didn't let up anything in this game. Um, Bears offense couldn't gain positive yardage for most of the game. If you look at the stats, yes, Nick Foles had 249 and a touchdown. But most of the game, I mean, he had three points until there was two minutes left. (laughs) That's not good. I can get used to that. Yeah. Colts just ran down their throats. um, Ground and pound offense with an efficient, actually, besides this week, Phillip Rivers wasn't that efficient, actually. But good enough. Didn't have a pick. Yeah. Game Game manager quarterback. You can have a game manager quarterback when your offense just runs literally whenever you want. Uh, down their throat, and your defense doesn't let up more than three points until there's two minutes left. It's really like what the 49ers asked Jimmy to do last year. Exactly. Where'd they go? Exactly. The Super Bowl. Exactly. It's really the same team. Exactly. And I'd take Philip Rivers over Jimmy Garoppolo any day because I hate him. Me too. Yeah, this one ended 19-11. Easily covered the two and a half. Uh, this was fun. Colts <laughs> D is officially for real. Uh, just beat uh, one of the best teams in the league at the time who was 3-0. and Rivers keeps doing what we need him to do. 190 and a touchdown. I don't need 400 yards from him. Don't need five touchdowns. Uh, and that touchdown was to his new favorite target, VCU center, Mo <laughs> Ali Cox. Um, Taylor had a good game again, averaging four yards a carry. That's all we need from him. Um, and some people need to know about T.Y. Hilton. His game was better than 29 yards because uh, he caused three PIs. Should have been four. Regardless, he is so important to this offense, even if the numbers don't show it. I just want people to, And one was for a touchdown, one of the PIs. So mm-hmm. he got us to the five, we ran it in. People just don't see that. If you don't watch the game, you're like 29 yards, you feel? Yeah. And you know who keeps playing well? Justin Houston. Out of his mind. On pace for 14 sacks. And the secondary is just... If you throw a ball past 10 yards against the Colts a few years ago, or the last five, I'm like, damn, that's probably caught. Now I'm just like... <laughs> They actually can't touch it. There's someone there every time to deflect it, whether it's Blackman, Rock, Carey, Rhodes, Kenny, Willis. It's all, They're just all amazing. They're so young. And you guys were down a guy this week. Yeah, except for Rhodes. Yeah, Carey wasn't even playing. But except for Rhodes, everyone's under 25. That's insane. They're going to be there forever. It's going to be annoying when we got to decide who we pay him, but we got to enjoy it while we can. But um, another thing that was interesting is how are we going to – handle a team that just scored 49 points will we keep them under 20 points i don't know but if we do then it really is confirmed for me uh just wish the offense could have cashed in a few more times uh we just kept uh you know settling uh love that goggles went four for four (laughs) but uh if we're gonna play teams like the ravens and packers later or when we do play them later this year uh we just got to finish those drives. I know we can. Team is still clicking. Wide receiver two and three are out till week seven and eight. Uh, but we'll get there. Foles was bad. Um, now talking about the Bears. Could not get anything going. 76 QBR. One touchdown in the garbage. Uh, scored three points. Like, chill the fuck out. One interception. Montgomery had 27 yards on 10 carries. The Colts rush defense is different. That's going to be fun next week when you're playing Kareem Hunt, 205 mm-hmm. yards. Like, you know what I'm mean? Grover Stewart and Buckner are manning that middle. Robinson had 101 in a touchdown for them, but it was kind of garbage time, as I already said. Crazy stat. I got to say this before I go to the next game. After four weeks, Colts D is first in points allowed, 56. That's 14 a game. And there's been a lot of garbage touchdowns. Yards allowed per game. Passing yards allowed a game, 159. That's not okay. Interception, seven. Opponent third down rate is 30%. As a fan, I'm watching that, and that means a lot of times I'm like, yep, they're just not getting this. It could be third and one. We stuffing that. Anytime you guys, rest of the season, anytime you guys have an opponent opponent that scores over 20 points, you're going to be like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. You're just not going to be used to it. That's a good feeling. It is. Let's go to Sunday night football. Don't really... Didn't really care to watch this one. We did just for you guys, but yeah. Eagles 49ers 25-20 did not cover the 49ers minus 7 at all. Uh <laughs> just didn't expect this game to go the way it did. What do you think? Yeah, I picked the uh 49ers in this one because I like I said about the Bears. 
although the Eagles were bad going into this game. I don't think they were good coming into this game. I still don't think they're good coming out of this game. This isn't that impressive of a win, of a win for the Eagles. I don't care what anyone says. I still think that they're terrible. Carson Wentz had one good touchdown throw, and that was about it for him. Um, this is a tough spot for the 49ers, for sure, because I actually think they should have won this game, despite all of their injuries. And this one really could have helped them, because, I mean, if you think about it, every other team in their division, Cardinals, Seahawks, Rams, either the, Ram the Rams already beat the Eagles, and the Cardinals and the um, Seahawks, they're going to beat them. So they're going to end up being the only team in their division who's not going to end up beating the Eagles. <laughs> that's bad. And that's tough, for sure. <laughs> Especially when you're in a competitive division like that. So That is a crazy um, division. Yeah. It was uh, George Kittle came back. had a He actually had a crazy two-yard catch. Yeah. It was actually insane. Um, but it was also two yards. So uh, he had a touchdown. Uh, he played pretty well. Nick Mullins didn't play horribly, um, but they need a little more than that for um, for the offense to get going, I think. And they're definitely missing their running back, uh, Raheem Mostert. So yeah, that'll definitely hurt them. But Ayuk was a good... Um, yeah, Brendan played well. He played really well. Track he, star, low yeah, What he, was that? <laughs> he, his vertical, he just jumped right over into the end zone. Aaron over Gordon, the Eagles. what do you say? <laughs> exactly. But um yeah, he was a good uh he was a highlight for this team. But besides that, um Eagles shouldn't have won this game. But they did because the 49ers have more players out yeah. than the Titans have coronavirus. So. Yeah, literally. <laughs> this game was just gross. If you're a 49ers fan, you're like, if only we had half our team. Yeah, it's just exactly. So, I'd rather play really good teams. And then, it's just like they could have won this game if they had like two of their players. Literally, back. that's all it was gonna take. But I, the main thing I learned is to not trust a quarterback based off their performance against the New York Giants. Yep. Um, AKA Jared. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and Nick Mullins who put up thirty nine or something, which made me think he was gonna easily win and this. Like, what? But don't get me wrong, Wentz was still terrible, even though they won. The 49ers just, you know, they now know that Mullins is not the true answer, um, as his backup, even. Temporarily. Um, but Wentz had 139 and an interception. Like, QBR of 81, that's just nothing crazy. Uh, that's really bad for someone who's supposed to be elite, or was in that elite conversation until he got hurt. Like I said, he's making 107. Yeah, it's just not okay, but... Uh, they also need to get their rushing game going. Sanders cannot go for 50. That's just not... Like, I know San Francisco's D-line is good. Not even 50. You just gotta... Yeah, whatever he had. 46. 49. Yeah. And Mullins got pulled after a second INT, QBR 72. And then Beathard came in and honestly played well. Maybe they should start him next week. Yeah. Um, His QBR was 94. Him and Kittle... they He had the connection with both of them, honestly, because he's just a dog. But as you said, 183 and a touchdown. It was a weird game, boring game, not fun to watch. Uh, only important for Dallas and Washington fans, honestly, just because now they have to deal with this team. They're like, damn, now you guys won too? Yep. Didn't expect that one. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This was just uh, not really a fun Sunday night football game, uh, and I don't really care uh, yeah. to talk about it anymore. Tough game <laughs> to watch, honestly. Kind of like the Jets-Broncos game. Next game. <laughs> The first Monday night football game. Double header thanks to Rona. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs first Patriots. Chiefs took this one. Surprisingly a slow game for a while. Um, then Pat Mahomes stopped teasing the Patriots and just decided to score. Um, without Cam in there, the Patriots looked kind of lost. I haven't seen... I have not seen quarterback play that bad from the Patriots in my life literally I have not been alive to see quarterback play that bad from the New England Patriots um yeah Brian Hoyer did not look good he had a <laughs> he got strip sacked um who's the other guy that came in I don't even know Stidham Stidham yeah that was fun yeah that was <laughs> weird um he had a wide open touchdown deep and he just short armed yeah. it five yards and so uh julian edelman had a really bad drop that just oh. fell into tyran matthews hands and he just like galloped into the end zone <laughs> like skipping like he's coming home from fourth grade soccer practice um but besides this chiefs defense they clamped i know they're i just talked about how bad the patriots quarterbacking was but Multiple weeks now, Chiefs defense yeah. has shown up. Yes, the Ravens. So, 
and we did not think this was gonna that was gonna happen. So yeah, yeah props to, to my cap to that uh, side of the ball for the Chiefs. I agree completely uh, when talking about the Chiefs defense. Uh, we didn't predict this game just because it wasn't supposed to happen. Like we didn't know if it was gonna happen. Yeah, but we both talked and obviously picked yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, easily covered the eleven and a half. Um, obviously, this was easy to pick due to Cam being out from Rona. Uh, so Hoyer got the start. Uh, it kind of sucks that Rona's affecting the NFL already into week four. The Titans might have to forfeit games now uh, with 28 confirmed cases. It sucks that like we didn't get to see a battle between Cam and Mahomes. You know what I mean? Like That yeah. was so fun watching him play Russell that Sunday. I just, yeah. wanna, I just wish uh, stuff like that wasn't getting affected, even though I do love watching the Patriots lose. Yes. Um, but for the Pats, Hoyer had a QBR of 59. And then Woof. Bill Belichick was like, well, I've never had to deal with this, so let's just replace him, see what happens. <laughs> Stidham gets a QBR of 39. And then they Honestly, have a, is that a thing? Yeah, and then they have Bill Belichick three is... interceptions combined. He overthought that one, but it really is not his fault. Um, yeah. uh, dare I say, it's not even, like, I don't even know if this team would have beat the Giants or the Jets this week. This was bad, bad. No, they would have. <laughs> I don't know, bro. They <laughs> the Chiefs played well. <laughs> I, mean, I know, but it is Ryan Hoyer, <laughs> Julian Edelman has Ryan such a is bad. bad. <laughs> no, that did definitely make Stidham's QBR thirty nine. But for the Chiefs, Mahomes had two thirty six, two touchdowns, which felt like a bad game for the second straight week. I'm saying that, but it's just because we're used to him putting up crazy numbers. Any other quarterback, I'm like, have a day, big fella. Yep. Clyde ran for sixty, so he's keeping that four uh, yards a carry average. And Kelsey and Hill, no surprise, led them in the receiving core. Uh, but let's talk about this last game of the week. We got the bad man himself going up against the Falcons, winning 30-16, to easily covering minus 7. I'm going to talk about this one real quick. Will Aaron Rodgers ever score under 30 points a game this year? I don't know. Maybe not against the court. I ain't going to lie. But I know that he won't next week because he has a bye. And you guys will get a break from me saying he's a bad man. I'm sorry I had to say it. I don't get to say it for two weeks. So let me say it. This game was exactly what I expected, with maybe a little less scoring from Rodgers, but they did get stuffed at the one-yard line. So they probably would have put up 37. You feel me? They're not even – they're crazy. I don't even know the players on their wide receiving core. Adams is out. Lazar is not even – I don't even know who the other guys are. You got to be good when you got people expecting you to put up more than 30. That's when you're different. It sucks to be Atlanta right now. I'm not going to lie. Dan Quinn needs to go. 0-4 start is not acceptable with the roster they have, especially on the offense. I don't care who you're playing. Gurley had two touchdowns and 57 for him. That was about the only highlight. Rod- <laughs> Ryan didn't even throw a touchdown, and he's supposed to be like putting up numbers. Rodgers, on the other hand, threw four of them and actually literally had a perfect game. 327 passing. 148 QBR. Yep, that's Come bad. on, he a bad man. I'm going to say it again because I don't get to for two weeks. Jones stayed hot, helping him on the ground, 71. Rodgers had two no-name receivers get over 90 yards of carry. I didn't even put their names down because I didn't know who they were. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> it makes it even funnier. But he really did just steal the MVP vote for me right now. It's week four. But right now, he really does have it. His completion percentage is over 70. His touchdown to interception ratio is 13 to 0. His QBR is 128 on the year, not in one game. And most importantly, his team's 4-0, and he's about to have a second straight 13-3 and season. Yeah, I mean, you really covered all that. But um, Rodgers is figuring it out, not just how to beat teams without a lot of help. He is figuring out how to absolutely dismantle teams without a lot of help. They scored 30 points this week, and that was low. <laughs> Let me know when your team scores 30 points and you're disappointed again, besides Packers fans. <laughs> And myself, because we just let teams put 45 points up on us, but it's fine. Robert Tanyan had 98 yards and three touchdowns. Bro, who is that? I have no idea who that is. He has five touchdowns. So maybe Rodgers like, what? I didn't even know. He has five touchdowns this season. Apparently him and George Kittle are like BFS because the announcers were talking about that during the game. Um, But honestly, they're just probably trying to make Aaron Rodgers look a little less... Good, because he's ridiculous. And he has thrown Robert Tanyan five touchdowns. I don't know what else to say. Um, Like I said, Rodgers finds any 
possible way to get the football to someone who is barely competent and they look like the new Devontae Adams. Um, Facts. He makes everyone look good. I mean, wait till he gets Adams back. Then it would have been fifty. Seriously, points. <laughs> wait till he gets an actual good football player back. Um, not a lot of positives for the Falcons. Their secondary was seriously lacking before the game even started, and they had another corner go down. It was kind of just like hot potato in the defensive backfield, and everyone was like, "I don't want to go in." No. <laughs> I can totally see that. You see Rogers on the other side. You really? Like, I don't want to go, coach. They literally scored a touchdown, and the wide receiver literally was like. This isn't fun. Yeah, that exactly. was too easy. That was literally too easy. They uh, <laughs> one more thing about this game. They had uh, on a it was one play where Rodgers threw the ball out of the backfield to one of his running backs. I can't. I don't know if it was Jamal Williams or uh, Aaron Jones, but Chris Collinsworth, uh, I think, was calling this game, and he was like, "The Falcons are so lucky that Aaron Rodgers made a mistake and threw a twenty-yard pass there because he had th- two other guys who would have walked into the end zone." <laughs> And he, I guess he just felt bad for him. Yeah, like, literally, that's like, what it was, because you know he can make he that. Could've, he could have turned literally four degrees to the right, seen a guy in the center of the field waving his arm up for a <laughs> touchdown, and a guy to the right of the field, and his guy was slipping on the floor. He wasn't even covering him. He must so. be friends with someone we don't know yeah, about. Yeah, he felt bad for Matty Ice. Let's start off week five predictions with this Thursday night game tonight. Uh, finally, kind of interesting game Thursday. Yeah. Two, three, and one teams. Bucks versus the Bears. Tampa's favored three and a half. Uh, so that half point, I don't know if it's going to be a field goal game. What do you think? Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks on this one. The Bears didn't show me a lot last week. I know they played the Colts defense, which is absolutely balling right now. Um, but the Bucks defense is still really good. Um they got a they stout front. They're second in the league right now. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. I yeah. thought they were like top five. Um, but like I said, defense is going to hold them a lot. I mean, Nick Foles doesn't have a lot to work with. I know he's got Allen Robinson, but um, Bears' offense isn't anything crazy. And when you're going against defense number one and defense number two in multiple weeks in a row, that's definitely tough for Nick Foles <laughs> yeah. to manage with. Um I know he's coming off Mitchell Trubisky, so whatever he does looks like Jesus. So, um, and I mean, Nick Foles is known for coming out with improbable wins, so he definitely could win this one. But I'm definitely taking um, Tom Brady in the Bucks after he's thrown five touchdowns last week, three six, three sixty nine yards, even with OJ Howard down. Um, he's got. Four. Oh no, we have Gronk as our backup. Yeah, he's like, got four what? more tight ends. Yeah, like, exactly. What do you want? <laughs> exactly. It's like musical chairs with that offense. Yeah. Um, and like we said, the defense is balling out, and yeah. they're running backs. They just filter in whoever they want. Yeah, they have a good game. Um, Bears, I don't see them putting up uh over twenty points in this game. Definitely not. Actually. I agree. Um, what's your score for this one? I'm gonna put thirty four. 17. Definitely a fair score for this one. Uh, I very much agree with this. Uh, not a game I would bet on, just because you said like Nick Foles will randomly win games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you won a Super Bowl against Tom Brady. So yep. uh, Both of these teams are 3-1, but there's a real 3-1 team in this game, and there's a fake one. And the real one is the Bucks, in my opinion. Um, I think they will cover 3.5. Uh, if you're worried about that half point, I'd buy it, but this game's not going to be closer than 3 uh, Brady's back in his groove, threw for 700 yards and eight touchdowns in the last two weeks combined. Uh, he's found his connection in Evans. Ronald Jones is helping him on the ground. Uh, so he's clearly their starting back now. Uh, and the Bears are not good. They beat the <laughs> Giants, Lions, and Falcons. Those are the three wins. Two of those teams are 0-4 and, and one's 1-3. And so this battle of the 3-1 and one teams uh, seems and sounds closer than it is, but I could see the Bucks like going crazy in this game, mm-hmm. like taking it away. Uh, Foles will throw an interception for the third straight week. Brady will throw 200 yards and two touchdowns. It'll be less yards than you would think, just because the Bears' defense is good. Uh, we saw that this whole year so far. I think they'll run it on and them now. I don't think Rob's going to have a great game just because the Bears have been number one against tight ends this year, besides Malali Cox. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> but Jones will rush for 80 and a touchdown as well uh, for the Bucks. And I have them covering minus three and a half, winning 27-17. So just one less touchdown than you were saying. Um, But that's our predictions uh, for the Thursday night game. Now let's go to our power rankings, which we added last week. 
Uh, one more note I wanted to talk about. We didn't talk about the Titans-Steelers game because they didn't play. Uh, don't know how the Titans are going to plan to play because they have 28 people with Corona. Uh, <laughs> but Sheffer will obviously come out with the update later, and then we will update you guys. Uh, but I don't know how they're supposed to play. I mean, we actually just had a game uh, moved literally two few minutes ago. The Pats-Broncos game uh, that was supposed to be this Sunday night has now moved to Monday. Oh, damn. So... Maybe was it that for Cam? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but let's just talk about your power rankings. Top three, bottom three. ESPN's terrible. Listen to us. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> what do you say? Okay, but, uh, top three. I'll start off with the good news. Chiefs, keeping them in the top spot. Um, they're undefeated. 4-0 for, like, the... F- I don't, they had some stat up there for, like, the fifth, fourth straight year that they're 4-0. Um... They keep figuring it out whenever they want to. Um, like the Chargers, when they played the Chargers, they they came on when they wanted to, and now when they played the Patriots, they came on when they wanted to. Um, they kind of honestly seem to be playing with teams. And besides that, if they're not doing that, they're blowing teams out. So I got them at the one spot still, plus the reigning champs. Same two spot as last week, Seahawks. Um, I know they only beat the Dolphins technically by... A score, but I think they are going to handle most of the teams they play. I predict 14-2 and two for this team going into the playoffs. I don't see them losing many games this year. Uh, three spot. Like I said last week, I had the Ravens there, but the Packers were a close fourth. And now I got them Packers in there. Aaron Rodgers figuring it out against whoever he wants to. I know they just played the Atlanta Falcons, who have the worst secondary in football because of their injuries. And um, let me acknowledge, I know the Cowboys' secondaries is bad. I know. But Atlanta, without those with those injuries, they're bad. So I got the Packers in there, but I, now I have the Ravens as the close four spot. So just wanted to mention the Ravens there for a second. Um, let's hear your top three. Yeah, mine changed just a little bit. Same three teams, uh, just moved them around a little. Chiefs, you're not going down from one. You just want a Super Bowl and you haven't lost. You're not going down yeah. until you lose. Um I just switched to Seahawks and the Packers. I I was just a little dis like I'm not saying like there's still three on mm-hmm. my list, but I was just like a little disappointed how they played against uh the Dolphins this week. And I think uh I just have to push the Packers up, man. Like they scored thirty like he's throwing five touchdowns to who like mm. you just can't like he ugh, the Packers are just different. And yeah. if Patrick Mahomes wasn't a person, Aaron Rodgers would be one on this list for me. Yeah. Um and my close four would honestly be the Buffalo Bills right now. I think they're a real 4-0 team this year. I mean, yeah, they definitely Josh Allen's are. different. They're winning that division, and I think they are better than the Ravens right now. But that's what Definitely fair. I definitely think one, that that's definitely a possibility that they sneak into even maybe the three spot if one of those three teams fall out. One thing I do want to point about, out about the Seahawks um, falling down to three for you, and you being disappointed with the Dolphins uh, win. Wow, how can you be disappointed with the win? That's crazy. <laughs> um, they did go from Seattle to yeah. Miami. Like, rev- like you go from West Coast time to East Coast time. For That's sure. a long plane ride. And then you win by eight. That's still, like, no, for sure. very impressive. For sure. So, um, yeah, besides that. What's your bottom three look like? Is it the same or do you change it? It is different. Washington is out of it. Me too. Um, even though uh, they didn't play that well. Um, <laughs> it's just because the other team's bad. No. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's not a good thing for Washington. Um, I have the Giants at 30, simply because they almost beat a team that is like kind of good, I guess. I don't think they're that good anyway. But like I said, another 3-1. Fake 3-1 team. But... They did almost beat a team that is three and one, so I guess that moves you up a spot to thirty. Like thirty, thirty-one. Who cares anyway? Um, thirty-one now. The Jags. Woof. Yeah. You guys look bad. Bad. Yeah. bad. Not good. Um. And then of course, I don't. Even, do I even have to say who's at thirty-two? Nope. We all know. don't even. Let's just not say. It. Yeah. Let's just. Because if you say don't it. know it, you shouldn't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I that's funny. We didn't even talk, but I actually put the Jags at thirty. They could be switched with the Giants. I just when I put someone in, I just wanted to put them in the first spot. Yep. Um, they could lose the same as Washington, 
I mean, one of the reasons I probably took out Washington is because I hate saying their name. But both teams are going to lose 13, 14 games this year. Um, and they're just overrated. That week one win, I told you the Colts haven't won in six years. That wasn't a real win. The Jags, are that's one of their three wins this year, in my opinion. Um, and there's really not much to say about these bottom three. They're not fun to talk about. Uh, <laughs> they're fun to talk about because they're so bad. One thing I do have to say about the NFC East, though. Uh, if we were talking about picking a worst division, I just have to. This was crazy. You already said it. Mm-hmm. I just didn't realize that they literally have three wins in four weeks between four teams. That's insane. That's, That's insane. less than one That's win crazy. per team. That's actually crazy. <laughs> that that definitely had to be said, honestly. Yeah. Um, but that wraps up week four recap as well as tonight's Thursday night prediction. Uh, don't bet on tonight's game if yeah. I was you, just because Nick Foles is a little weird sometimes, but. Uh, We'll be back on Saturday recapping that Thursday game and giving you our week five predictions. Uh, Wish me luck on that last test for high court. Yep. Um, But that's that's all I got. My name's Raj. Yeah. Uh, Michael Kocher here. Thank you guys for listening. Sorry, it was a little bit of a longer episode for just a recap, but uh, there was a lot of material to go through, I felt like, this this episode. But, uh, yeah, besides that, we will see you guys soon uh, this weekend. And hope you guys watch this football. See it.